Welcome back to the Ride of Your Life podcast. We have a special episode for you guys this week. Ryan and I sit down to answer the questions that you gave us. So this past week, we asked for some questions for a Q&A, and you all delivered. So we're going to answer them all from music to scripture to even what's coming up here on the podcast and in Ride of Your Life Ministries. You don't want to miss a second, so go ahead and buckle up. Because here we go. Hey everyone, welcome back to this week's episode of the podcast. We've got a great show for you, and it's honestly one of our favorite ones that we've done without a guest. So you don't want to miss it. We're going to answer your questions that you submitted on social media. Uh, We're covering everything from Bible to music to movies, and even giving away a little bit of information on what you can expect from our podcast, both this ending season i guess and what you can expect next season so stay tuned for that and uh yeah and if it sounds a little bit different today uh with my mic we're testing out some new technology to where we can take the show on the road so that's why my mic sounds a little bit different at the beginning of the show compared to the main segment later on just a heads up for that but uh our Q&A section went a little bit longer than planned, which it was so much fun doing, like I said. Uh, so I'm going to go ahead and get a lot of this information stuff out of the way. So like our news each week, so uh, not much is going on big with Thrive Your Life right now. We're just wrapping up our podcast season and casting a vision for 2024 and what God has in store for that. So... Uh, like I've said before, we are going to keep you on the loop through social media, so stay tuned for there. And our final episode of this season is on Monday, November 27th. So uh, with that, just stay tuned for, again, our special guests that we'll be having in November. And we're going to talk about those in our main segment today. But uh, other than that, I really don't think there's much big news that we haven't talked about already, but uh, I do want to go ahead and get into our word from the word this week before we have a trip report or tips, tricks, and all that good stuff from Leah, and then we'll head straight into our main segment for this week. For this week's word from the word, we are going to look at a chapter, actually, and it's just a few verses eight verses to be exact. Um, It's from Psalm chapter 121, and it reads, I will lift up mine eyes into the hills, which cometh my help. My help cometh from the Lord, which made heaven and earth. He will not suffer thy foot to be moved. He that keepeth thee will not slumber. Behold, he that keepeth Israel shall not neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is my keeper. The Lord is thy shade upon thy right hand. The sun shall not smite thee by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve thee from all evil. He shall preserve thy soul. 
the Lord shall preserve thy going out and thy coming in uh, this time forth and even forevermore. And just this is a um, a comforting psalm. And the Lord is our keeper. He is uh, he's our help in the time of need. And right now our country and honestly our world is looking for help. And sadly, men are looking in the wrong place for our help. As we see in scripture here and as the psalmist says, we need to turn our eyes towards Jesus. We need to turn our eyes towards God, the maker of heaven and earth, the source of our... Uh, things in this world will not help us. Coasters will not help us. Uh, drugs, alcohol, uh, sexual things, whatever it may you fill in the blank. Those things are temporary, and they fill a void that only Jesus Christ can fill. We need to turn our eyes, we need to turn our hope, our help, our confidence, our guidance to the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, as we saw here. And um, God will not allow anything into our lives that he does not want in our lives. And our motivation for this week and our thought we want to drill and uh, put into your mind and heart this week is to look to God, the source of our hope, our help, in the time of need. And with a lot of uncertainty and a lot of um, questions, for lack of better terms, we need to look to God because he is the way, the truth, and the life. He is our help, as we see in this scripture, and it only comes from the Lord. So that was our Monday motivation, and I encourage you to look through those scriptures yourself. And that is, again, Psalm chapter 121. And it, it's only eight verses, very short verses. Um, so if you're looking for comfort, help, and this troubling time, look to the Word of God, and especially in this text from today. And before we head into our main segment for this week, we're going to go ahead and have a, another tips and tricks for your next trip to the park from Leah. And then once she's done with that, we'll head straight into our main segment uh, for this week's podcast, which is a Q&A uh, with Ryan and myself. So go ahead and take it away, Leah. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another segment of Leah's Tips and Tricks. Now, I've given you guys some pretty basic tips and tricks thus far, but you can never go wrong with basic. And this next one, I think you guys are really going to like. So, do you not want to spend a lot of money on meals and even snacks at amusement parks, such as like Cedar Fair, Walt Disney World, Universal. I know, I know their foods are viral. You see it all the time on social media. But when you finally get to the park and you realize the price of the meal or the snack, you second guess yourself and wonder, hmm, should I are should I be spending my money on this? Or should I say, eh, whatever. I'm already spending enough money on this trip. Well, I don't know about you guys, but I love to save as much money as I can when I'm on a trip 
but still have fun. And I don't know about you guys, but I like to starve myself healthily, if that makes any sense, on trip tip trips <laughs> because I am too busy riding roller coasters and seeing and doing things I probably won't be doing and seeing for a long time and I want to not waste any time so there are two answers for your problems and questions the first answer is you do like I do and you starve yourself and you only stay hydrated (laughs) now is that the most healthiest choice no But there is an alternative. If a park lets you bring in a decent sized crossbody, knapsack, or even fanny pack, I stick a few snacks in there, like trail mix, gummies, even a protein bar. That tides me over when I need a little pick-me-up. Or you can also get a meal plan at that certain park. If you have that park's um, membership Pass benefits, you can add on drinks, uh, meal plans, and all that good stuff. But that's adding more money to your already expensive pass. So that's why I suggest the two options I gave you. Hopefully that is helpful and not lame. But I can't wait to see you guys, well, (laughs) tell you guys next week's segments on Leah's tips and tricks. Bye. Welcome back to this week's main segment of the Ride of Your Life podcast and show, whichever one you're listening to. But this week we're doing something a little bit fun. It's just Ryan and I here in the virtual studio. Uh, We're going to do some Q&A. So this past week we put out a question or a post on our social media asking for questions for a new updated Q&A. And thank you to all those who submitted those. We'll be going through a lot of these tonight. But, um, yeah, we're just going to have fun with this and just roll with it. So um, one of the first things is um, we're going to go ahead and just share our testimonies, kind of get to know us a little bit. And for those who are new to Rider of Life, just get to learn about who we are and where we're coming from. And uh, for those who've been following along for this, you get to hear it again. So... Um, Ryan, go ahead and share your testimony, just a little bit of who you are. I am Ryan. I run a page called Christian Coasters. I run another page called Ryan Subway Media, if you guys don't know. And uh, I got my start from of doing social media and photography and YouTube and all these great things because of all the things God's done in my life. And I grew up with Asperger's when I was young, and I... Uh, I'm going to try and make the long story short. Grew up with Asperger's and I used to be low functioning and never really believed in God for the longest time until I was 16 years old when a friend shared the gospel with me in high school. And even after a few efforts, like wasn't until he started getting me into skillet that I started watching skillet videos and, Soon enough, the music went beyond the music, and I started like hearing more messages about Skillet and their testimonies as well, and just hearing how God worked in their lives. And I think the song One Day Too Late definitely woke me up, and uh, that's off the Awake album, by the way. And 
you know, that was kind of my moment where I went back to Josh, my friend, and I was like, hey, uh, this Jesus thing, I want to give my life over to the Lord. And ever since then, I'd been up and downhill battles, uh, but God has always been consistent. God has always been faithful, and he has been a provider and a leader in my life. And he's just been amazing, especially in this last year. I've probably one of the worst mental health years in, I mean, hate to say it, but sinful years of my life. But God is still there. And he's showing me every day that his grace is sufficient. And yeah, uh, 16 years old, found roller coasters. And I put the two together because of Jesus and roller coasters. Cool, cool. And my name is Donnie, and I run a somewhat defunct page uh, called Epic Destinations. Every now and then we post stuff. Our recent video was a National Roller Coaster Day video, but uh, my testimony is I grew up uh, by the grace of God in a Christian household where I was taught the Bible at a young age, and I uh, went to church every time the doors were open, all that stuff. But on October 24th in 2004, at about seven or eight years old, uh, I accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior and followed him in believer's baptism. And through that, uh, one year during a summer camp, I uh, surrendered to the call of ministry and what, whatever God would have me to do. And through that, I've had a few other ministry opportunities where I got to work at some churches and things like that. But uh, it wasn't till 2002, or 2022, 2022, I'm sorry. Uh, that's where I knew I needed to step away from a staff position I had at a church. And uh, I just began praying, uh, Lord, what do you want me to do? And through that, the Lord opened up um, an opportunity for me to, uh, this is long story short, start Ride Your Life Ministries. And through that, I got to meet Ryan and build that friendship. And we started this ministry. And the rest is history. So. That's kind of a uh, a sharp notes, spark note type version of my story and who I am, and what the Lord's done in my life. So, yep. So that's our first question here. Just getting to know us a little bit and where we're coming from. Uh, we're going to go through some of these questions that you all sent. Thank you all so much for sending these in. Um, we'll try to do as many as we can, and if we can't make through these all tonight uh, or whenever you're listening to this we'll maybe do a part two eventually so the first question here ryan and this is a very controversial um question here it's one oh, that boy. is very well debated canes or chick-fil-a hmm. i think i'm gonna go with canes i'm sorry chick-fil-a kind of lost me when they quit selling their large shakes it's just uh, pay the same mm -hmm. price for a small shake now. Uh, you're pretty much paying about $15 for one-third of the food you'd get for Cane's at the same price. So, And Cane's is open on Sunday, so I'm a Cane's guy. Um, I, I just I like them more. Believe it or not, I don't like either of their sauces. I'm a ketchup guy, too, so got to deal with that. <laughs> and... Um, one other tidbit I'll just throw in there. 
There's this new up-and-coming chain specifically here in the Midwest. I don't know where else they are. It's called Huey Magoo's. It is another chicken shack type place. And my goodness gracious, two weekends ago, I actually tried this for the first time. And it beat them. Bojangles, Zaxby's, Canes, and Chick-fil-A. It beat them. So if you guys got a Huey Magoo's in your area, you guys need to check it out. And after we're done recording this run, you got to tell me where this is. This sounds pretty good. It's really good. So it's juicy, nice and juicy. Mm, that's how chicken needs to be done. Now this one, I like both. I'm going to cheat here. I like both, but if I had to pick one, oh gosh, I don't know. This is not just being the Christian answer of it either, but I'll, I'll say chick-fil-a because there's more options there uh, it, and that's probably the closest thing i have it's rare to find a canes around here and there but i do like i like canes i do like their i like their limit their lemonade is legit I, i'll say it's better than chick-fil-a's uh, canes lemonade's better cane sauce is the bomb better than chick-fil-a sauce i know that's blasphemy their but, sweet tea is better too uh, i believe it I believe it. So I don't know. I'm leaning towards Chick-fil-A just because there's options. But then again, they're closed on Sunday. Doing the Lord's, they're doing the Lord's work. I don't, I don't know, but I'll settle with Chick-fil-A, but there's that one. Uh, next yet another controversial one <laughs> is Bucky's legit or overhyped. I I'd say it's legit. I mean, I've been to a handful of them now and not only like okay, no one likes to wait in the line. I don't, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. It, like roller coaster, you you pump in your gas, you're cashing yourself out, you're going to the bathroom. Like no one wants to wait. Well, good news at Bucky's everyone gets fast lane because they have like 225 pumps a store. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And then they have their yep. own diesel probably is 40 some pumps over there. It's And that's mm-hmm. just gas. You go in there and to quote some TikToker that Leah watches. Leah's my girlfriend, by the way. <laughs> it's like Walmart and Cracker Barrel got together and had a baby and created Bucky's. And it's that's it, if you guys don't know, it's it's crazy. Uh, you you go in there, you know, and you go to one end of the store and you think you're in Bass Pro. You go to the other end, you think you're Walmart, and then like in the middle, <laughs> there's like baked goods and there's Cracker you got tons of meats in there. I think they got pizza, chicken. I mean, they've got a ton of stuff, and the food's relatively Fresh cheap. Gets. They have great service. Their bathrooms, I think they've got as many toilets as gas pumps. It's crazy. You got like <laughs> 65 toilets in the bathroom. And it, man, Bucky's. Oh, by the way, their drinks are like, it's a Texas chain. It started in Texas. You're paying like, I think it's like 99 cents for a, yep. a cup the size of your head. It's mm-hmm. like, what? 44 ounces or something, maybe more. Yeah. So, yeah. And if you buy their cub, yeah. That's just scratching the surface. Bucky's, it's an experience. Personally, I when it, I need to give Bucky's another chance because I, of all the times I went in there, I only got food once. 
And I didn't hate it, but maybe I should have got some a little bit more elaborate than chicken tenders. Uh, I need to go back try their pulled pork because I learned you can get it without barbecue because I'm not a barbecue guy. So, at the moment, I think Sheets is also probably my neck and neck gas station to go to, but I'd say Bucky's is legit. All right. And I agree. It, it is definitely Walmart and Cracker Barrel having a baby, minus the antiques above your head that could fall at any moment. Um, yeah, I, I love Bucky's. It's one of those stops Kinsey and I have to make on our way down to Tennessee. We got to stop at the Sevierville one, and we got to go to the Richmond, Kentucky one. We got to go to both. And it's if you want to experience heaven on earth, go to Bucky's. Get you some beaver nuggets. Go get you some. Get yourself a chicken wrap. I love their chicken wraps, and you can buy their um, their Tervis mug type thing, whatever it is. The nice Tervis mug. You get to refill up for a dollar of your soda. I got one. Praise the Lord! It's been a blessing, help, and encouragement to me. And bless that beaver. Bless. Let's him. not forget, Donnie. They are known for their brisket and pulled pork. They actually have yes. their own station separate from all the other food that is dedicated solely to brisket and pulled pork. So those are definitely the first two recommendations I have. Um, The other thing I have to mention too, Donnie, we are getting one in Ohio in less than half a year. Yes, we are. And it's up close to where I grew up. So Mm -hmm. that's pretty stinking cool too. So we're not going to have to go all the way to Kentucky if we have withdrawals. Now we have it in state. That's true. It's going to be about an hour from where I live, so road trip. (laughs) Bless that beaver. Bless him. Now I want Bucky's. Good job, people. Hey, I'll be down there in a few weeks, so. I'll be down there for Uh, Christmas. I cannot wait. There you go. Man, we could go on on forever talking about Bucky's. We could be Don Helbick and just talk about Bucky's. That dude loves Bucky. If you have you have not met a Bucky fan until you met Don Helbig. That dude loves Bucky's. Eats, breathes, speaks Bucky's. He's a man. But moving on, um, the next one we got here. Uh, have you ever been to an opening day of an attraction? Uh, yes. Hey. Okay. So the one that comes to my mind was Mystic Timbers Passholder Preview Night 2017. And when I tell you that is the most people I have ever seen at that park, I mean it. Even Passholders, it was slammed at that park. And if you guys are familiar with the park, you know, obviously it's got like a two and a half hour line, just the queue itself. Now, Mm -hmm. imagine that queue being 100% full Spilling out, going all the way along where the train would go, mm-hmm. going through the old tomb or to, I almost said tomb. Ra- well, yeah, Tomb Raider crypt, whatever you know it yeah, as. Tomb Raider. You mm-hmm. go through that building, and there's like standing slaughterhouse queues outside, and the line started <laughs> just to the right of the beast entrance. I waited, and I wow. got in line at eight fifteen p.m. I waited four hours and 45 minutes to ride 
a nice row three first Mystic Timbers ride at, <laughs> I want to say it was 1240 something in the morning. And um, let me just say this, guys. I, I don't want to know what time those employees got off work that night because there were seemingly endless people behind me. I don't know if they even slept. And they may have just came in for their next opening day shift. And rest assured, I wouldn't mind doing opening days from here on. But, you know, the older I get, I'm just not a big fan of rope dropping most stuff anymore. I'd rather just wait a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, unless I... If I got to a media day, I guess that's different, but what about you, Donnie? I'm curious. This is one that I don't know if it's worthy of bragging about, but I've been to both opening days for the two quote-unquote new attractions for Adventure Port. So I was there for Cargo Loco and for Soul Spin. And uh, did it live up to the hype? Not really, but... It was neat to go to those two attractions on their opening day. Uh, it was an adventure. They were separate, too. Da, 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 da. Yes, it was. But, uh, yeah, that's really been the only one that I've been to opening day. But I've been to plenty of parks for opening season of their new attraction. Like, we just went to Dollywood for op- their opening season of Big Bear Mountain, which... If you're at Dollywood, you got to ride that. That is so much fun. Even though it's a family coaster, it's a nice, smooth ride through the mountains. And the theming of it is just top-notch. So, But the only opening days I've done were Cargo Loco and Soul Spin. So hopefully I get to make it out to a coaster opening day, which that just depends on when the park decides to open. The- <laughs> yeah. So... Um, that is our answers for the have you been to an opening day for attraction? Uh, let's see here. Haunt or Winterfest? Uh, you know, I'm almost prone to say no-brainer, but the one con of Winterfest is you only get two coasters. So... Yeah. Okay. Let me flip this on you. You didn't specify which park. I'll take Winterfest at Carowinds yeah. because they're keeping Fury 325 year-round. And yeah. Fury 325 and Christmas, I don't like Halloween. I don't like the characters. And I I just... No, I'm sorry. It's just not for me. I want Christmas music. I want the joyful spirit in the park. I want to see all the Christmas lights. Seems to be the one thing Cedar Fair can do right anymore. And I just, yeah, I'll, I'll take Winterfest all day. Yeah, I'll say Winterfest too. That's a given. Haunt. I'm not about the spooky, scary, blood, guts, and gore junk. I just like to do the tradition of opening night of Haunt with Ryan. That, that's always fun. But when it comes to an event that Kings Island can do well, it is Winterfest. Biting my tongue about this year, but we'll see. I'm sure they can pull it off. It's it's the real fest. question is they were will the, we have a nativity set? That's a good question, and I've I've heard multiple things because where the nativity usually is is um, where they're building Camp Snoopy this year. So 
I've heard, yes, it's going to be relocated. As for where, I don't know. But I've also heard people say, no, is officially retired. I hope it's not. Because that is probably one of the best displays, in my opinion. And not even a display. Like, every, like, I think it's 30 or minutes or an hour or something, they'll have a little show there. And they'll have carolers Mm -hmm. singing and presenting the story of Jesus. And Mm -hmm. that was... I was actually floored because that was like Hershen level entertainment right there. And you want to talk about people that got Christmas events down. It's Hershen. So uh, hopefully that comes back. I think we're very like-minded there. Absolutely. And segueing into our next question there, what is the best theme park event you've been to? Um, any part. So, when you say event, I um, my brain's going in two ways. So I'm going to give two answers. If you're talking about okay. a special coaster enthusiast event, it's hard to choose. I've only been to two. Believe it or not, I've never been to Coaster Stock. I'm sorry, Don Helbig, if you're listening. I just... <gasps> home park, not for me. Uh, I've been to Keys to the Kingdom. Both years they had it in 2020 and 2021 wish they would have brought it back but they didn't oh well but i would say the the best event is probably hollywood nights and i know there's a lot of controversy now (laughs) after the one lady died that year on the voyage and that's all i'll say about that um there was the year where they you know they had too many people in 2020 so i'm sorry in 2021 so they came back and they you know, did applications. Some people didn't like that, and I wouldn't happen to be one of them. They came back the next year, and they did first come, first serve, and of course, everyone's always going to have a problem when they don't get a ticket, but that's the most fair way they can do it. Overall, all that to be said, if you do get a ticket to the event, regardless to how or why, it is probably the most fun event you can go to, because what what the event offers is something that no other event can objectively offer, and that's a trimless ride on Voyage. Um, if you don't know, Voyage is a huge wooden roller coaster in Holiday World, and it interacts with the terrain, and it's mostly downhill, so even the slow ride turns out to be a fast ride in the second half. You take that trim out in the mid-course, you might not notice it too much when you're going through it, but that second half whips, and it is one of the most intense experiences. It's just, it's breathtaking. It's worth the trip if yeah. you can get to Hollywood Nights. And that's just that's just overlooking all the other great things. The park, the staff there is phenomenal. They take you on a walk back yeah. tour every year, which this year they took us even further back in the voyage than I've ever seen before. And they don't rush you either. Like, if you're a photographer and you like getting content like me, they let you take your time. They make you make sure that you can get every shot, which I cannot say the same for Cedar Fair because they do rush you there. So, yeah, yeah I I have – I mean, obviously, the other coasters are good. The water park is great. This year it was a two-full-day event. I Hollywood Nights. And the other event. I'm going to have to say, and I'll keep this a lot more concise. It's got to be the Hershen 
Dollywood Christmas and the Smokies. Is that what mm-hmm. it's called? Or Smoky Mountain Christmas, whatever they call it down there. Yep, Smoky Mountain Christmas. That, yep. it, I have been told that the one at Silver Dollar City is better. I don't know. I haven't been there, but I will say that the Dollywood one is by far the best. I'm excited to go back for year two of that this year. The train ride is a must-do. The music, the lights, the coasters, and just being on the mountains in Tennessee and even having the gospel sprinkled in with Dolly Parton, it is just well, well executed. Donnie, I will pass the baton. All right. Grabbing that baton. I have two. Um, The first one is a once in a lifetime event that took place last year. And that was Kings Island's 50th anniversary. I will say the park did an outstanding job with the 50th anniversary. They brought back so many homages and so many nods to the past in the most legal way they could without saying paramount or anything along those lines. They paid homage to everything you could think of uh, from the food to the shows, to the heck, the, the firework show last year was like probably one of the best I've ever seen. And I've seen Disney fireworks and that was phenomenal. Um, just is awesome year. You cannot top that for anniversary. But my second favorite one is, um, Dollywood's, um, spring festival. I went there. That was the first time I've been to Dollywood in a long time. This was Kenzie's first time there and the park is beautiful as is. But on top of that, they put out some beautiful topiaries, put out even more flowers. Just the environment and everything there was just chef's kiss. It was beautiful. I'd highly recommend it. And the food was even better at Dollywood. Their food is like probably the best food at a theme park you could get out there. But this was just a step above that for the fall. Or not the fall, but the spring. So those two are tied. But I'd like to do some more eventually. So I think so. the big picture here is that Dollywood may very well be the best non-Universal or Disney park. I mean, they just, yeah, it doesn't matter. That's something I really admire about Hershen is they're always doing something different all four seasons of the year. Yeah. It's not like they're just, oh, well, we have Christmas and Christmas time and we have, we might have a one-off event in the summer, but it's all the same. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, um, they do a lot of neat stuff. And I'm I'm assuming Silver Dollar mm-hmm. City's the same way. But needless to say, we both love Dollywood a lot. <laughs> and I think that kind of answers our next question, Ryan. What is your all time favorite park? Oh, whoops! There you go. Um, let's not. Let's do a top okay. five. Let's do a top five to make okay, it easy. Well, it's Easier. so hard to pick between the <laughs> two because I like Dollywood for just being Dollywood, and I love Cedar Point for their coasters. Yeah. But I mean, Cedar Point, Dollywood, one, two, two, one, however that works. Uh, mm-hmm. I would have put Kings Island at three for a long time, but they have just slacked off so bad these last few years, and it's just not the same anymore. Um, yeah, honestly, this is going to shock a lot of people. But I had a fantastic time when I visited Six Flags St. Louis. Now, do they have the best coaster lineup in the world? No. But the park is well ran. At least it was in 2021 when I went. The staff was amazing. Very nice. And you could ride Mr. Freeze all day. And I, you, you could strap me to that for a day and it wouldn't get old. 
I love that park. Um, number four, probably going to have to go with Six Flags Fiesta Texas. Yes, I know some people are going to be like, how did you put that under St. Louis? Fiesta Texas, again, pretty much the same well-ran park. Actually had a really good experience there this fall. Or this fall, this spring. Goodness, Ryan. Um, and then a five. I'm, I mean, I know this might shock people too. I'm basing this off a 2015 experience, so bear with me. I haven't been in eight years. Bush Gardens, Tampa. I mean, the park huh. is beautiful. It's like breathtaking when you enter. It, it the the scenery, the coasters, the animals all coming together, and it's got really good food. Yeah, that's probably my top five. I I know that might shock people, but. Honorable mention to King's Dominion, too. Cool. My number one, hands down, Dollywood. You, you can't beat it. And I think the only way that could beat that park is if I went to Silver Dollar City, from what I hear. it's I've heard Silver Dollar City is a little bit better than Dollywood. But um, right now, it's Dollywood, and I think it, my list will change in 2025 when Epic Universe opens. It, I don't know. But um, number two is Universal Studios Orlando. Three is Islands of Adventure. <laughs> I love those parks. Number four, Holiday World. I love Holiday World. I had a really good experience there. Um, yeah, there's not a lot of rides and stuff to do there coaster-wise, but just the people were friendly. The food was really good. I, I was very impressed with the food. Uh, I love the theming. It's Christmas all year long. It's Halloween, Thanksgiving all year long. I love that. Voyage. I get it. I get why it's the world's best coaster, even though I like Legend a little bit more. Um, Thunderbirds stinking awesome. Gobbler Getaway is probably one of the best dark rides I've ridden. Um, the guns actually work, or as they call them, the turkey gobblers, which Dude, <laughs> that was awesome. Like Raven um, and the water park too. I know you didn't spend time in the water park, but just to uh, just throw it, it out there, they have cool the, one of the best water parks out there. So I'll just leave it there. I do want to go back to Splash and Safari. Kenzie and I were talking about it's like we hear this is probably one of the best water parks in the world, and we want to come back and experience it. Oh my goodness, I love um, it! Yeah, number four right now would have to be I'm trying to think of everywhere I've been. We're gonna have to put the dial-up sound effects in right now. Oh, he's like loading up these yeah. thoughts. <laughs> I will have to say. I should have wrote this down. Uh, uh, okay, I'll say it. Epcot. Epcot's up there for me. Yeah, it's not the most thrilling park out there, uh, but it, it's just neat, neat theming. Um, actually, I take that back. Hershey, Hershey's oh, up dude. there. Dude, I'm a wide Hershey. Hershey's, Hershey's so good. Five. Epcot's up there, but Hershey I think is a little bit better. And yeah, it wasn't probably one of the most thrilling parks I've been to a few years ago, but I've heard it's improved and we are planning on going back next year so i can't wait to do candemonium 
Can't wait to do all the new additions they've done recently. And I can't wait for Wildcat's Revenge. So, uh, yeah. So that's my top five. So, Dollywood, Studios, Islands, Holiday World, and Hershey. Sweet. So, And this is not... All of these are tied together. Um, do you have any parks you plan on visiting this year or next year? I mean... I can answer this year for sure. We're going to <laughs> around Christmas time. We're going down to Dollywood again, and we're staying in a cabin for four days. And I think one or two of those days, Lee and I are going to have to on our own since we're driving separately. And I think we're going to be able to one of those days do like, I don't know about every, but we're going to try and knock out as many mountain coasters in a day as we can. Uh, that's about all I got for this year. Other than Kings Island, you know, obviously, I'm going to be at Winterfest a handful of times. Um, next year, I don't have a tentative time, but I do plan on doing a big Pennsylvania park trip. I know I've been to a lot of those parks. I'm missing coasters. At, uh, I think Hershey's the only one over there. I actually got every coaster. The biggest one, go figure. But missing half the credits at <laughs> Kennywood. Plus, Lee has never been there. I'm missing... Um, I'm missing a few Iron at Dorney. I'm missing. Yeah. Uh, I can't think. But yeah, Pennsylvania Parks. Oh, Knobles, duh. I spent, if you guys aren't familiar with my YouTube channel, I went to Hershey and Knobles last year. Hershey I had a good day because I got the fast, not fast lane, what's it called there? Fast track. And. I splurged, mm -hmm. and it was a wonderful decision. Got everything done that I needed to. It was also Wildcat's final day. Mm -hmm. Next day, I decided to force a trip to uh, Knobles, knowing good and well I'd only have four hours, then I'd have to come home and go <laughs> to work the next day. I barely got the four major credits in that I wanted, but I'd like to spend more time there. So rest assured, Pennsylvania Park's cool. probably going to happen next year. Cool. And I think next year is the year of Pennsylvania because we're going to be heading out to Pennsylvania next year, too. Uh, I think it's in the... What are we doing? I think it's in the fall of next year when we're going. So we're going to be doing Hershey, Dorney, maybe Kennywood. That's a big question mark for now. Um, but we're also checking out the Sight and Sound Theater there to see their production of Daniel, the Book of Daniel they're doing a show about. So that's going to be one of our things. And then we got the passport for next year. So it's technically the platinum pass for Cedar Fair. So we're going to be heading up uh, Cedar Point next year. And for the first time ever, uh, we're going to Carowinds. So I'm excited to experience that for the first time. Uh, yeah, so I think that's all the parks we are doing next year. And this year, really, I mean, the park we're going there's to is Kings few, Island. Like, there's always like this big week trip for me where I'm like, all right, yeah, PTO, we're going to make this happen. And then there's those other trips. Mm -hmm. Cause for those of you that don't know, I work, I work four days a week. So I have three day weekends. So I'm able mm -hmm. to do weekend trips if it's in the budget. And a few mm -hmm. parks that are coming to mind is silver dollar city, uh, six flags, great America, Waldemere, which is up in Erie, Pennsylvania, small park, but would love to get those gravity groups. And, I know this is a shot in the dark, but maybe Michigan's Adventure. So there's a handful of weekend parks I could probably pull off too, but 
odds are that's going to be slim. Yeah. Cool. And one park I would love to revisit next year, but it's not in our plans right now, is to go back to Holiday World and get some good gravy. Some G Willikers. Oh, good my gravy. goodness. I'd love to go back and visit that park again. We loved it so much, and we'd love to even do um, maybe a quick little trip to Kentucky Kingdom. Wink, wink, everybody. I wish that park just gets who better knows? every time I visit. Yeah. So, who knows? We might make a meetup out of it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Cool. That's a good idea. But, hmm. Stroking my beard right now. Anyways, on to the next question. Um, right. Away from park stuff right now. There are... Winter Jam's getting ready to announce its 2024 lineup. Who are your predictions, Ryan? I know we've talked about this in a podcast, but who would you like to see? Who who do you predict being at least the headliner? Ugh. So many people just called it quits within the time we, like, put in our last predictions. So, I I have no clue if this is going to happen. I hate to say it, but I could totally see them bringing Crowder back as the headliner. To- I mean, Toby Max tour is basically Winter Jam 2.0 at this point. The Hit Steep tour is yeah. just, it's blowing up. Um, it is. Jeremy Camp was already on tour. They're not going to make him a headliner, sadly. I I could see it. I'm just going to throw some names out there. I'm not even going to justify it. I think it's going to be a no particular order. Crowder, KB, please, dear Lord, Kane, Katie Nicole, that would be great. Uh, obviously, New Song's going to be there. It's their tour. <laughs> we love New Song. Um, oh, yeah. The reason I go. Who else? Oh, duh. For the rock band, this might be a shot in the dark. I I want to say red, but part of me wants to say Thousand Foot Crutch because Thousand Foot Crutch is hinting at getting back together, and they have been known to do hmm. lots of Winter Jams. In fact, Winter Jam 17 was the last tour they ever did. So if they actually do oh. come back, I could see that happening. They tend to bear a little bit more fruit than red has recently. But yeah, there's a few of my predictions. I'm probably going to be wrong, and I could care less because that's a that's a whole other can of worms. Christian music scene is kind of dying right now. That's true. Yeah, I can see Kane headlining. I really do. They've gone on a few tours now, and I can see them bringing Katie and Nicole with them on this uh, Winter which Jam it, tour. Which, by the way, if that happened. Uh, I'm already sold. Yeah, for sure. I could see Brandon Lake possibly Ooh, being there. I didn't or think at about least that. Red Walker. I didn't think about Brandon Lake. Brandon Lake would be an awesome headliner. He would. I like Brandon Lake. Uh, uh, who else would be there? Uh, I'm kind of cheating here. I think maybe we might see a Ben Fuller or Social Club. Oh, social. I think, Maybe I think they did do it one year. Social club could. They've done 
they've done a few. I forgot um, about Social Club. <laughs> It's like I, it's like I, we almost need to go back to our episode where we went through every single year oh of my Winter gosh, Jam. That is, <laughs> I don't know what we were thinking. That was just way too much. We were desperate for content, people. We were starting this thing. This was like episode two or three. Yeah, let's go through oh every gosh. single Winter Jam and give like our hot takes our on the live. The and then. If that wasn't enough for you, we took 45 minutes at the end of the episode just to decide who we thought would be there next year. <laughs> oh, man. I think that was a whole episode itself. <laughs> Winter speculation, Jam. But it, it, it's, a, it's a good time. It's a good time when you get good artists. That's why I get scared when we even but, mention Christian music on this podcast because it may never end. It's like, no. <laughs> so moving on. Um, favorite YouTube channel. Uh, so I have a lot because I YouTube actually I ingest more YouTube than anything. Uh, not all these people are Christian, but they're all really talented. There's a guy I watch from Australia. His name is Mike. His channel's name is North Borders. He shoots on a Sony A7R4. He is a night photographer specifically, and he shoots a lot of cars and. Just watching him do his, this sounds weird, but photography POVs, <laughs> it's really cool to watch him go around town and all these well-toured places all across the map. And he's a big talent, and he seems like a cool dude, so he's one of them. Extreme Thrills, love Extreme Thrills, who we might just... I'd love to have them on the... I know, right? I'd love to have them on the podcast, dude. I know. Wink, wink. They, they, they... I, I got nothing about that. Airtime thrills. Um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got to shout out my boy, Matt. Uh, coasters with Matt. Uh, there's been a lot of vloggers <laughs> in the coaster community who've been over-editing their videos and putting out a lot of very repetitive, like, commercial-like content. Matt is very like-minded with me. He's a Christian as well. He's from California. <laughs> He does everything from his iPhone, but he pulls it off so well, and he does very minimalistic park vlogs that are a lot of fun to watch, and y'all need to check out Coasters with Matt if you haven't already. He's doing a much better job than me. Awesome. For me, my Kenzie and I both love um, our vloggers, too. We like um, Super Enthused Jackie. She does an awesome job. Kevin Heimbuck. Um, extreme thrills, man. I wish, I wish we could get them on here. No, man. Okay. I don't know what that, I don't know what that was, but, um, the other favorite YouTubers, um, adventure is out there. Um, yeah, those are three of my favorite YouTubers or four, four. Yeah, and then obviously I'm my own favorite so, YouTuber. Yeah, a little bias. Yeah, Christian Coaster's all right. Bias. I on, honestly, <laughs> I got some work to do, but it's good stuff, dude. When I put it out, Man. it's like, yeah, I'll post on Instagram. Just went to. Uh, I'm just gonna pull one out of my room here. Yeah, we we just got done wrapping up an epic weekend at Spirit Song, and you know that was in the middle of June. As of this recording, it's October 10th, and I'm still 
<laughs> editing Toby Mac and Katie Nicole photos. I am still. <laughs> I, I got that vlog out a little while ago, but I'm still catching up on vlogs for the summer. So it's uh, I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, here's one about the podcast. Someone asked. Uh, what's new and upcoming for the podcast? Oh, it's I think like, this could be it's a like we just tag team here. It's like we just did some f- weird, like t- telepathic foreshadowing. I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, well, we could tell you there's going to be interviews. Yeah, there's going to be interviews. There's going to be interviews. Um, there's this Q and A. There, there, there might be a cool person from the Christian rock scene on. From a small Maybe. band that I absolutely love, so I'd love to promote them too. So that is happening. Okay. Do we want? Do we want to say who these guests are, or do we want to keep the suspense, Ryan? I don't know, man. It's like they asked for it, so you'd think we have to give them an answer. <laughs> we can't just leave right. them on. All right. So go ahead and tell us who this rock star is. Literally. Okay, so don't think like I got John Cooper on from Skillet. Not that cool. No. And I love Kevin Young, but I have not reached out to Disciple yet. However, there's a new band I caught on tour with the protest earlier this year called Behold the Beloved. And Hmm. I went to go do photos for the protest two weeks in a row, and they were on each show. And I tell you what, for a small band... I I don't know how big they'll ever get, but I loved their spirit, their enthusiasm for the gospel. Their music was really good live. I mean, actually, I would say, like, shockingly good live. And getting to hang backstage with them the second weekend, I they, they don't just put on the show. Like, they're legit Christians. And a uh, fun fact, Donnie mentioned this a little bit earlier. There was a theater called Sight and Sounds that he may or may not have mm-hmm. been involved in before he joined Behold the Beloved. So we'd oh, love wow. to talk more about all these things, including his testimony on his episode. But uh, that's a big interview, but that I don't know. Who else do we got? I know, I know the big kick. The season finale. Okay, so the it's the season, season finale. finale. So, um... The season finale. Yeah. Do we do we want to say who it is yet? I think I think we can uh, let them know. I think that okay. Q and A. Tell them. So all that shenanigans right, about ahead. foreshadowing. We got my good friends Derek and Kara Abby from Extreme Throws on, and I thought what I thought they fit the perfect mold. Jesus and roller coasters. They. A lot of you guys might not know that they were Christians, but they are, and they're wonderful people. They're mm-hmm. tremendously talented between her being a photographer and him being a, I would argue, a cinematographer. He's 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 mm-hmm. too good for videography. I call him a cinematographer. Yeah. They they are they're incredible. I I love them. I can't say enough about them, but yeah, that's who we're gonna have on. And uh We've got a lot. We've got a list of names in a hat next year that we're going to reach out to and set in stones. We got some really good ones. Um, 
We'll we'll save that for later though, because that's the next season. Yeah. We can't tell too much what's happening. But yeah. That may be Yeah. So why do those are two what? <laughs> big season closers. That's the first time I've been doing social media now for six years, and that's the first time I've ever asked been asked about future plans, so kind of gets you in that cool spirit a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So we thought we would give you all a little teaser of what's to come. And uh, we've recorded the season finale with Extreme Thrills already, and we cannot wait for you guys to hear this. This is probably this is probably one of my favorite interviews it's, we've done. It's got a good balance and, to it. It's we mm-hmm. we go over the whole nine yards, coasters, parks. Uh, I I mean I won't lie. If you guys are photographers or in the cameras, you may really like this episode because there's probably a good ten to fifteen minutes of this episode that's dedicated to just that. Just talking about gear yeah. and the process and how they operate. It's, I mean, we covered Faith the whole nine yards. It's, <laughs> I, it's exactly what I hope for and more. Yeah, and then we haven't recorded Sean. No, we yet. haven't. Uh, that's actually coming up in a few weeks. So, um, yeah. So we want to go out with a bang this season, and some of the guests we've been talking about for next season. Literally every time we finish an interview with a guest, we're like, man, that was probably the best episode. It's like every time it keeps getting better and oh, yeah. better. And I think next season it's going to be even better and better. And we're going to, what are some of your highlights of the season? We're coming to a close uh, with season two, which I think this season has been phenomenal as is, but what's been some of your favorite highlights from this season? Oh, I mean, for sure. The one we just did last week, that was really good. Um, Having Zach on was mm-hmm. cool to hear him talk about the whole process with, you know, doing the haunted houses and Sorry, theming it to parables of the gospel. It's like absurd, but hey, it's ministry. If you're putting in the effort, it's ministry. And um, that I really liked Kate Stanford's episode too. That was mm-hmm. just she is such a sweet girl and. Like her enthusiasm before we recorded, during the recording, after the <laughs> recording, and even like off like call, like she still stayed connected with us, got us hooked up with yeah. a lot of really cool people. Some guests, maybe next season. Yeah. And um yeah, just I mean, look at this. We're Christian music nuts and we got a Christian music artist that's up and coming on here. I mean, that was pretty cool. Um yeah. and I I, I like can only Justin. assume Justin was, yeah, Justin was good. I can only assume that the one with Sean is going to be great too. I, I know we haven't recorded mm-hmm. it yet, but I know it's going to be great. So those are my highlights. Honestly, I have something awesome to say about each guest. Justin was a lot of fun. He was our first real guest on the podcast and the book chasing roller coasters. I cannot recommend it enough, not just because he was on the podcast, but that book is awesome. Um, it's, it's a devotional and it's been encouragement and help to me. Um, Mike Pasco, that was a fun one. I got to do with him, uh, talk about uh, his heart for ministry, being <laughs> American Ninja warrior and all that. That was fun. Kate Stanford, like Ryan said, she just had, she was a, she was a ball of energy. <laughs> she is so much fun. And just connecting with her afterwards, Zach Glaros, this is one I've, uh, been following along for a while, and to have him actually come on was awesome. 
Larry and Gene, they were so much fun. Our coaster. How did I parents. forget Gene and Larry? Good parents. lord. Come on, Ryan. Yeah, they were great. <laughs> um, that was another one of my favorites. Uh, that just the interview. If that I, doesn't, that's poetic justice right there. That if we have to think about it and forget some of the best moments, that's how good of a season two we had. What a bounce back from season one. Goodness, y'all. It's we hate to say we want to forget season one, but if it wasn't for season one, we wouldn't be here today doing what we're doing. But praise the Lord for the progress and um, vision He's given for us for this. But um, I can't go without um, saying how fun it was interviewing Undaunted Pursuit and just building that friendship with Aaron and Marshall. Those guys, <laughs> man, uh, I think through being on their podcast and then being on ours, I, we built some friendships there, I think, um, that we'll see the Lord do some great things with both of our ministries. And being both on Fruitful Radio is just the cherry on top. And we definitely want to get those back guys back on and maybe do a game or two with them. We, we've thought up some ideas of content we could do with them, seeing who knows their co-host best. Uh, so, man, it, it's it's been good. The Lord's been good this season. Uh, next question. We're going to speed this up a little bit here. And uh, let's see here. If you could travel back in time, what decade would you visit and why? Uh, the 1980s. Duh. I mean, <laughs> did Kiss just come out? No. But Kiss was still pretty popular. And the hair bands, like, I know they might not be the most Christian, but the music <laughs> back then, like, rock music in general was cool back then. And long hair and, <laughs> you know, you didn't have everyone stuck up their phones back then you, you could actually mm -hmm. have fun and focus on life and i mean yeah the 80s i mean just watch back to the future too and tell me you don't want to go back to the <laughs> 80s that has got to be one of the coolest i mean back to the future no i mean both movies let's just group them together the, yeah. the 80s movies were there's just something about the 80s i really like yes so i would say the 80s but as crazy as our current times are i love a lot of the cool technology we've been blessed with like iphones and the cameras and i mean i don't know who i'd be if i didn't know you know the iphones and the cameras and able to make the videos that i've been able to i mean obviously jesus but it's a huge part yeah. of my identity. I'm known as the camera guy, so um, <laughs> yeah. Cool. For me, I'm tied between two. I'd love to go back to the fifties. I just like the the retro is the vibe of the fifties, and um, but I do love the eighties. Like Ryan, I I'm a huge movie junkie. I want to go, but I love those movies. So seeing them premiere. Would have been so awesome. See Back to the Future. See Jaws. See uh, E.T. was the 90s. Um, but seeing all these classic movies, having that retro nostalgia, man, can't beat it. I love so, how I say 50s. And I love 80s. how you conveniently picked both decades out of Back to the Future. <laughs> Great Scott. <laughs> it's like I definitely don't want to go back to 2020 or tw 2015. Oh, what the, the other date from? What do you well, mean? I want to find that almanac, dude. That almanac is the yes. key. 
You'd be a gambling expert. <laughs> great Scott. It's a great movie. It's a Back to the Future oh. 2 reference, if you don't know. Yes. Back to the Future is my all-time favorite movie. I love it, particularly um, Back to the Future 2. And it's just fine to see what they thought 2015 was going to be like. It's funny to see then. Flying um, cars. Yeah, not quite. The closest thing we have to a hoverboard is a little thing that rolls on the ground. What is funny, though, uh, is in the movie, they predicted that the Cubs would win the World Series, and they made it and lost that first year. But they came back the next year and won. Mm-hmm. Had they won that first year, Back to the Future 2 would have predicted they it. Have predict- mm-hmm. What else did they predict? Well, they did predict a uh, a Pepsi logo change. I don't know if that ins- was inspired by the movie or anything, but that's one of the things they had. Uh, and then they went back to the Wild West in Part 3, which I honestly, that movie, I honestly but- have not even seen the third one. <laughs> You're not missing much, but Back to the Future Two is my one of my all time favorite movies. But um, that kind of answers our question there. <laughs> What's your all time favorite movie? Back to the Future is mine. Oh, okay. Uh, favorite movie. I know this is controversial, but I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, and I haven't <laughs> read the books. I've only seen the movies once each time, but they're just that good and instilled in my mind. I mean, they're all great. All the Harry Potter movies are great, mm-hmm. but if we're going to talk about a cinematic masterpiece, it is the eighth movie, The Deathly Hallows Part 2. I just... <laughs> wow. I mean, it's breathtaking. The music, the effects, the story, how it all unfolds. It's just amazing. I mean, I was a Star Wars fan for years. I was a Marvel fan for years. <laughs> if I had a close backup, I would say The Dark Knight, even though it is a grim movie, it is great. So, probably yeah. The Dark Knight or that. I will say, growing up, I was never... Well, for the most part of my life, I was not allowed to watch Harry Potter just because... Magic and sorcery and, that, and wizards. Yeah. But as I got older, going to Universal and seeing everything in person, walking through that, that gave me a better appreciation for the movie. Uh, sure, none of... Obviously, none of the wizardry is real, um, but uh, just the cinematic goodness <laughs> of those movies is just well, phenomenal. And it's honestly paved the way for a lot of the movie effects and stuff like that that we have I now. Promise, if it wasn't for I promise I'm not going to go down the Harry Potter rabbit trail, but if you watch all eight films, and if you're like me, you go in with an open mind and you... Actually, I went in with a closed mind. That's how good it was. I, I used to be a hater. Mm-hmm. I never had seen the movies. I thought it looked stupid, nerdy, and former roommates got me into it, and that's how I got into that. But, um, you know, they're kids, and they, they all grow up throughout the films, but in the first movie, they're kids. And, you know, they all start going to Hogwarts. And it's it's interesting because, from what I've been told, the first three movies cover the the books the best. And then... Mm-hmm. The the following movies, they kind of add some fan service. I, I don't know. I didn't read the books. I'm not a big reader. If I even read one of the Harry Potter books, it'd probably take me 10 years to accomplish it. Um, 
with that all said, though, um, throughout the franchise, you can kind of see where the movie, I mean, they're all cinematic masterpieces, but it just gets that much more cinematic style the further into the franchise you go. And by the time you get to the Deathly Hollows Part 1 and 2, again, I'll reiterate, cinematically, it very well made me the best movie I've ever seen. It's awesome. That whole franchise was just a trailblazer for the movies that we have today. Oh, yeah. It's just, it, it set the bar high. I mean, look at, it's funny because I watched Marvel before with the whole Infinity Stones thing. And when you're looking for the whole cruxes mm-hmm. and Harry Potter, it's like, who stole who's? <laughs> it's the same concept. Yep. Someone's always looking for something. Yep. And multiple yeah. of something. Go figure. But yeah. I digress. Yeah. <laughs> it's another but, good... Uh, the next question here... I was just going to yeah. say, it's another good topic. Uh, yeah. For sure. We'll get into that in another episode. Maybe next season, I don't know. But um, this one was asked quite a bit by people. What is your favorite verse currently? I mean, it's got to be for me, Romans 8, 10 through 11. But if Christ is in you, though the body is dead because of sin, the spirit is alive because of righteousness. So, I mean, I'm a, little, I'm a walking testimony to that. I mean, I've, over the last six years, actually seven years now, crazy, seven years of following Jesus, <laughs> I have made tons and tons and tons of boneheaded decisions. I mean, there's times where I didn't know right from wrong and I did wrong. There's times I didn't know right from wrong and I did wrong. And throughout the process, God, in times of healing and trying to find answers, he's just used me through all of it. And I, I continue to be a walking testimony that God still uses broken, sinful people. And I just pray continuously that throughout my struggles in life that God will continue to do the same thing. For example, using Ride of Your Life Ministries or Christian Coasters or avenues in my life where I can make an impact and a difference. Absolutely. And uh, my favorite verse it's been this for a while just because it's been so true in my life has been Proverbs three, five and six trust in the Lord with all thine heart lean not to thy understanding and all thy ways acknowledge him. and He shall direct thy paths. Uh, trust in God when things are uncertain and when you're still looking for that light at the end of the tunnel in situations, uh, just trusting him. It, it's easier said than done, but it is so true that uh, he'll direct your paths if you put your full faith and trust in him. Um, obviously, you have to put your faith and trust in him with salvation, but it, in everyday life, in every situation he puts you in, uh, from the mountaintops to the valleys, you just need to put your full faith and trust in knowing that he's going to do what only he can do um, in his perfect time and will. So that's my favorite verse, and just I've seen it played out in my own life. So. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 are my two um, life verses currently. Uh, We'll do a few more here. Um, 
and we will wrap up this episode from here. But um, uh, what's your favorite coaster of all time? Voyage. So Voyage. Far. Voyage. Easily. Nice. Hollywood Nights, trimless, even not trimless if it's warmed up. Mm-hmm. It's just like it combines that feel of an old classic Woody with an off the rails, I say in air quotes, death machine. I love being ragdolled mm-hmm. around, getting that crazy, <laughs> not straight airtime, like it's lateral airtime. It tosses you to the side and up. It's pretty, uh, pretty crazy experience, right in the front row and. You might just have the best coaster on Earth. I will agree. And uh, it's a really good wooden roller coaster. But in my opinion, my favorite coaster right now is Thunderhead at Dollywood. Ever since they did that retrack, I've loved that thing. The seats are comfortable. It's a nice ride with some really good airtime, depending on where you sit on there. Um that's one of my favorite coasters at one of my favorite parks at my favorite park. Um, so I'll say Thunderhead with a close second of big bear mountain, which may shock a lot of people, but that ride is perfect for what it is. It's super smooth, thematically beautiful. Uh, those two, I think are one of my top ones, but, uh, this kind of goes in with our next one here. Um, ringing in our, final questions here. This is a back-to-back question. Do you prefer wood or steel coasters? And do you prefer coasters that go upside down um, or ones that don't? Uh, for me, none of those two things are really something I have a preference for. I'm just looking at how well the coaster is executed. So, like, Voyage is my number one. And I quit ranking coasters to an extreme, but one of my other favorite coasters is Maverick. I love Maverick. Those two coasters are entirely different. Like they're like the two most polar opposite coasters you could find. I think yeah, my number three is Steel Vengeance. My number four, I think I, I don't know. I probably off the top of my head, Fury three two five five probably Intimidator three oh five. I'm sorry, Intimidator three flip flop and whatever. As you can see, it's impossible to remember them all at once, but I'm just looking at how well they're executed. Theming helps, but you know, when I look at a coaster, I look at a coaster. I want to see how well it runs. That's yeah. it. Airtime, inversions, yeah. intensity, all those things come together. And yeah, I guess that's the enthusiast in me with an open mind and zero <laughs> bias. I agree with you there. Um, it all depends on the experience and how it's executed. Uh, like I said, I'm not, if I'm honest, I'm not too big of a wooden coaster fan, but heck, Thunder, Thunderhead's my number one coaster. Uh, and then I love Mystic Timbers. And I do also, Legend too, but I do love my steels. I love uh, Orion, uh, even though that one's controversial as what kind of coaster it is. Uh, I love Thunderhead. It just depends on what your experience is and all that. And then as far as going up or uh, looping or nor- no loops, 
again, it just depends on the experience and what the coaster is. But um, to wrap up our Q&A for this episode, and thank you all again for so much for um, submitting these. Um, but the final question here is one that I just want to drive this home with is, how has God been good uh, in your life lately? How has God been good to you lately? His forgiveness is just, the older I get, the more I see it. I mean, I don't know how much more plain and simple I could say it. I feel like I've developed more problems this year than I have in my entire life. And God has just still been able to work through it. And even when I felt like giving up, he used people in my life to push me to not give up. And uh, just between that and being the God of miracles, he's done so many miracles in my life specifically this year with provision and just, yeah. It's just been a great year. I mean, I know I haven't posted as much this year, uploaded as much this year, but trust me, off camera, it has been a pretty good year. Praise the Lord. And it's one of the things that sticks out to me on how God's been good in my life is just providing the little things when you least expect it. Um, and this is just funny because this happened just the other day. So, um, and I do have a little side job that I do for a Christian school. I do their website and social media content here and there. And um, they usually pay me with gift cards and things like that, to, just as a thank you for doing what I'm doing there. Um, and they, there's a point in time where they forgot to pay me just because of their busy schedule and everything like that. It's totally fine. Uh, no hard feelings there, but it's just kind of weird. And then um, they just realized, oh, no, we haven't been paying him <laughs> for this stuff. Like I said, no big deal. But uh, they did reimburse me for that time. They forgot to pay. And uh, the gift card they gave me, um, <laughs> this is the timing of the Lord. The computer that I have is on its last legs. And through this gift card and just the Lord's timing and provision, uh, I was I was able to buy a laptop that came the next day. So just little things like that, seeing God in those moments and just the faithfulness of God and his hand working through this ministry. And we've had opportunities to minister to people and uh, just to um, be the hands and feet and light of Jesus. Uh, I've seen him through that. I've seen him through um, my job. And just craziness of that and just providing me with a new position to where uh, I'm not dealing with the stuff I dealt with before. Just little things like that. God's just been good and I could go on and on and on. And I think we might do that closer to Thanksgiving, just where we, an episode where we just give thanks to the Lord for what he's done. Get feedback from you guys. See what the Lord's been doing in your life. Um, but uh, God's been good. And I'm so thankful for the things I do not deserve. And uh, it's just God's the giver of good gifts and the giver of good things in our lives to his children. And we just can't thank him enough for that. So, yeah, I think that's the last question we're going to do tonight for our Q and a, uh, again, thank you all so much for sending those in. We might do a part two eventually. And I think that. we should try and do this maybe once a year. Cause this is actually, when it comes to just recording by the two of us, it's probably been my favorite recording this year. I, uh, yeah, this was a lot of fun. It is, and it's something that 
Heck, what I might do is take some of those questions, do my own Q&A rehash video on YouTube and turn that into a video, and that'd be fun. Um, no, this, is, this has been a lot of fun, actually, guys. So thank you all for your questions. It's been, mm -hmm. I'm not going to say fun for the eighth time, but it has been fun. And it has been. Yeah. What a, I mean, just to rehash what you were saying real quick, though. Um, the fact that I get to come on here once every Tuesday and, you know, with the year I've had and like that's been one area where even though I've been slacking with being able to make outreach and things like that. I mean, because if you guys don't know, I would typically, um, dang, for almost a year straight, I was going every other Saturday and doing outreach and going to downtown Cincinnati, which is the city I'm closest to, and you know, passing out food and Bibles and prayer and you know, whatever it may be, toiletries and I don't know what happened. I just lost it and. You know, to be able to come on here every Tuesday night and be able to serve the Lord in a small way, it has been an honor. So from the bottom of my heart, I thank God for the opportunity, but I do thank you listeners for allowing us to be able to minister to you mm -hmm. guys. And for any of you guys that spread the word to other people, you are literally doing ministry by doing a simple favor of that, because not only does Absolutely. it help us, like, it blesses us, but it could potentially bless other people defining the gospel. So, absolutely, uh, thank you guys so much. Absolutely. And I guess we have one more question here, Ryan. We've asked our guests this every single episode. Um, but I'm going to ask us this question. What is some advice you want to give to the listener? <laughs> I'm going to take words straight out of a Sidewalk Prophet song. Be strong in the Lord. Never give up hope. You're going to do great things. You're going to do great things. Goodness, I can't speak. God already, God already knows. I already know. It's been a while. It's from a song called The Words I Would Say. And it's yeah. literally life advice from yeah. Dave Frey, their singer. And I mean, sometimes you just get... I, I think another thing I would tell people is just look at the bigger picture and all things like I mean as we record this there is literally people getting slaughtered in uh, the Middle East right now Israel. in Israel and I mean I will say it's out of hatred it's a very Islamic state it is out of hatred and they hate the Jewish people, the Christians, they, and it's just, it's sad, but that's the nature and reality and the hard truth. And, you know, here in America, it's really easy to get caught up in like, oh, my job sucks. And I wish I had this and I wish I had that. Or today was such a bad day. Someone said something I didn't like, or my heart was broken. And I'm like, you watch the news and you hear stories like that. And you're like, God, thank you for allowing me to be where I am. And just allowing me to understand that you are God, you are in control, and I'll rehash this again, like, you are forgiving. Even when you think that you've sinned too much, you haven't. I 
he's just that good. You've got to know him. And mine, to emphasize an episode we did a while back, um, it may not be the most listened to or the most popular episode, but it's our letter to this generation. And one of the bits and pieces that I have to remind myself of is stand for what you believe in, even when others are not standing. Um, In the day and age we're living in, being a Christian is, I wouldn't say frowned upon, but not respected as it once was. But uh, stand up for what you believe in, even when you're standing alone. Be the Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Be the Daniel of 2023. Stand up for what you believe in, because ultimately, it's it's going to matter in the light of eternity, and the impact you make now will affect the generation to come. And um, trust the Lord, and that's kind of going along with my life first. Trust God, even when you can't see God. And you can look at Scripture. You can look at people in the Bible. Look look at Esther. It, that's one of the only books in the Bible that does not mention the name God in it. But you can see his hand working through Esther's life 100%. Stand up for what you believe in. Trust God even when you can't see him. We can't see God. Uh, We can't hear God verbally. But we can see him through his word and hear him through his word. Take what you learn from his word. Apply it to your life. Stand upon those truths and uh, look to him and trust him 100% with your life. It'll be worth it, and uh, as we get closer to Christ's return, uh, now more than ever, more now more than ever, we need to stand up for truth and what is right, and what the Bible says, even when it's not popular. So uh, that's my little bit of advice. There is just stand and trust. So, um, any final any final thoughts there, Ryan? Before we end today's episode, I think I. I think we hit it on the screws just a big thank you and you know we had fun doing this episode we had fun doing the season not that this is the season finale here but mm-hmm. i mean god's just good god is good even when we are not that's mm-hmm. what i always say god is good when i am not amen mm-hmm. amen and as we draw this episode to a close again thank you all for listening thank you for your questions we are going to definitely do this again and more interactive topics. And we just want you all to uh, join in on the fun there. But uh, as always, you can connect with us here at Rivalry Life Ministries through social media on Facebook, uh, Instagram, and threads at Rivalry Life Ministries. You can visit our website, rivalrylifeministries.com. Visit our merch shop, rivalrylifeshop.com. And you can also text us at the <laughs> Rivalry Life hotline at 513 285 8319 and again that is 513-285-8319 and um, we just want to be a blessing help and encouragement to you and if you need anything um, whether it's prayer just someone to talk to or advice uh, reach out to us and we'd love to connect with you there so with that being said thank you all for listening and we will see you next monday here on the rive your life podcast peace
Thank you for tuning into this week's episode of the Ride of Your Life podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, consider leaving a review or ranking on your preferred podcast platform. Your feedback helps us reach more people with the good news of Jesus Christ, as well as brings up more discussion on all things coasters and parks. Stay connected with the Royal Fam through our website, riveyourlifeministries.com, as well on social media at Ride of Your Life Ministries on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads. Also, be sure to check out our merch store, rideofyourlifeshop.com, for some awesome royal merch. We hope you all have a great week, and we look forward to the next episode next Monday. God bless. We hope to see you all in the parks. Peace!